the future I'm seeing is that TikTok is like a moment. Like it's, it's really good in a moment, but you may not be able to monetize it as effectively or capitalize it on it as much. Your customers may not come from TikTok all the time. It may not be the number one revenue source for you. So you still have to diversify and like pull people to other platforms. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. Hey, everybody, welcome back to The Chris Harder Show, where we absolutely believe that both prosperity and generosity can and must coexist. I am sitting down with Ariel Carr today. And the reason why I wanted to have her on the show is she teaches people how to monetize their social media immediately through things like ebooks and other small programs. And she does it because she has such a passion for helping other people earn an extra side income. We have a great conversation this episode about how a side hustle or a side income can literally save you from, let's say, losing a car or losing a home or having to move. And that in this day and age, you must, you must have multiple sources of income. It's no wonder that she's been seen on Forbes and Yahoo Finance. She has been featured at Create and Cultivate and on Medium. So many publications are picking up her message right now because it's really important to teach everybody to be able to create income for themselves and not rely on other people. We actually ended up having a great conversation about how eBooks are still a thing. And with like a $20 eBook, you can make six figures. As a matter of fact, when she used to be a music manager in the music business and got fed up with doing that, that's what started this career. She said, you know, I'm going to take everything I learned from that. I'm going to grow my own following. And you ready for this? She grew her following from zero to over 100,000 followers and made... Over $100,000 with her first ebook in her first 90 days. And she dissected how she did it, and she now teaches that to you. So super awesome episode, super amazing human being. Get ready, listen up, take some notes, because here we go. Ariel, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, we've been trying to connect for a little while, and you had a very important reason why we weren't able to connect on a podcast, and that is you just had brand new twins. Well, two months ago. Yeah. (laughs) How how are you holding up? I'm doing better. The first few weeks, I was really exhausted, really tired, but like I'm getting the hang of it now. That's amazing. So my wife and I, you know, obviously we want kids, just haven't gotten around making that happen yet. And we talk about all the time about how our work life is going to adjust and all those things. If you don't mind me opening with something personal, how has your work life, because I know you're an ambitious person, how's your work life changed since having these two beautiful girls? Honestly, I have a whole new outlook on work and business and everything. I took maternity leave, so I was completely gone. I had my team running everything, and that was absolutely essential 
no regrets. And now I'm in the process of trying to like get things back in motion, but my ambitions are kind of changing now. Like before I was very, you know, working very hard every single day from hours on end. And now I'm like, you know what? Like, I don't know if I want that lifestyle anymore. I I really want a better balance now, especially that I have kids. So I'm just trying to figure out how I could pull that in and still keep the same amount of revenue coming in and like keep the team satisfied and that sort of thing. On a scale, more revenue, less work. Like, isn't that the quest that we're all on? Kids or no kids? Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Do you have any idea on what direction you're going to take? For example, you said you used to, you know, just grind away midnight hour, whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Give me an example of something you used to do that you think you'll do differently now that you have kids that'll still deliver you great business results. I think I won't get so numbers oriented. So in the past, like I'm still, you know, I, I want to make a million dollars a year. I really want to get to seven figures. Now I think I'll just be a little more lax and try to figure out how I can get there without doing as much work. So whether that's expanding onto new platforms, which I'm planning to, I think YouTube is going to be great for me mm-hmm. and do more like content that could be reformatted onto different platforms as opposed to just really sticking to just Instagram. Yeah, especially because YouTube's doing shorts now, right? So you, yes. you can do repurpose some of your shorter uh, content there. Yes. And that's my biggest regret. You know, I've had this show for, God, I think four years now. And we are in the ballpark of just over 7 million downloads at the time that, that we record this. And my biggest regret is that I didn't do more video mm. for the show. And I didn't repurpose it on YouTube. And I've got a friend that he's got a, a podcast much larger, been around a little bit longer. And he turned on. Now, luckily, he did video the whole time. Okay. And he turned on his YouTube ads and started making seven figures from his YouTube ads instantly because he had oh so much God. old content. You get paid on the old content content and new content the same. Right. right? Views are views are views. So right. it doesn't matter if it's a million views on one video or if it's maybe 10 views on 10,000 videos, you get paid right. the same. And that's so it, advice to everybody listening. Sounds like you're making this pivot. Mm-hmm. Video, video, video. Get it out there, even if it's not perfect. Yeah, you have to. It's it's a requirement now if you're an online content creator or just like you're trying to build a personal brand. That's 100% what I'm going to be investing in very soon. Yeah, totally. Okay, so the reason why I'm so excited to have you on is your brand promise is so clean and people need it right now. And I love it. And it's this. Learn how to monetize your social media to six figures. And what I love about you is you did this yourself before teaching it to others. Matter of fact, you went from starting your business page to making 100 grand in your first 90 days and then 500 grand in your first 12 months. So obviously that sounds super exciting, super shiny. Congrats. That is an epic job. Thank you. But is this something that other people can do or do they have to have some kind of special it factor? There's really no special it factor besides just like straight up work, (laughs) I guess. Like you do have to have the mentality of this is going to take some upfront work. It's really just consistency. So you have to learn... Instagram. You have to learn what's Instagrammable. You have to understand like what goes into reels and like what goes into content marketing. And you have to have a background in in marketing to really sell the product too. So there's nothing like special that I did. I just found something that worked for me and then was able to be duplicated by the students that I ended up teaching. So my first ebook is what I started out with. I started with digital products and that was the first thing I scaled to six figures. After that, I was like, oh, like I I must have a little blueprint here. Let me teach other people how to do it. And so I've helped four students hit six figures now. Multiple people hit, you know, 100,000 followers in their account. So it is definitely something that can be duplicated. 
if you're the type of person that's like, all right, I understand it's going to take some work and some time, but I, I'm going to go for it. And I mean, right before this, what were you doing? You were managing like music artists or something, weren't you? Yeah, I was in a whole different field. And so I did learn a lot from that in terms of how to build a brand because I was managing their social media accounts. And then I finally applied it to myself. I was understanding how to grow, what people seek in content. And yeah, I was in the music business. I was managing three different artists. And now I'm in a whole different sector, just teaching, coaching and consulting. Which one do you like better? What I'm doing now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the entertainment industry, but it was, it's like fickle. Like you can work as hard as you want, but it does not mean you will see results. Whereas yeah. this, like I saw results because of the work I put in. So I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's way better when you, like if I run this far, I get this result. Like when you can link those two things together, you're willing to run through a wall. You know what I mean? But right. when you're like, I'm grinding, I'm working and I can't control my results. You get really discouraged really quick. That's why I love about what you're teaching. What was your first ebook? What was it called? It was called Instagram to Instant Money. So it was about growing your account and then how to like, it had a little bit of monetization techniques in there, but it was really more so about growing. All right, let's talk about that right now. I feel like Instagram is lethargic to grow, especially compared to TikTok. How can people grow right now today? So the landscape has changed a lot. When I released that ebook, it was back in 2020. It was before Reels were even introduced. But now... If you want to participate on Instagram, you want to grow a brand, it's almost a necessity. Like you have to understand how to create video content. And I think that's just the number one growth strategy for right now. That's what Instagram is pushing, especially you get way more reach posting reels. So that's something that you'll have to study. You'll just have to study how to go viral, what's trending, how to present yourself in a certain way to attract your niche. And there's not one size fits all, right? I've seen people do reels out of like inspirational tiles. I've seen them do reels out of their aspirational lifestyle. I've seen them do reels that's just strictly instructional. I mean, I see so many different versions. I think the key is just do the version that you're going to show up for and that's going to resonate with you, but you must be doing reels or don't even bother getting on. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, no, that that's pretty fair for right now. If you want to grow, you need to do it. But it doesn't it doesn't mean you have to show your face though. I've seen so many successful pages that are like, you're right, they're quotes and they blow up. They have a million likes on them and that's someone's brand. So you can easily get creative with it if you're the type of person that's like, I don't want to do the like trendy dance stuff. Like you don't have to. Yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm not doing the trendy dance stuff. Yeah. But I love reels. You, yeah. You know, one of the things I do is I'm, I'm not afraid to show my life because I feel like if it inspires other people to strive for something better, then that's doing them a service. And I know a lot of people are uncomfortable showing their life if it's aspirational in an effort to be inspirational. But I feel like this is something you two have done really well. You've shown your life in a very aspirational way. Right. Talk to me about where that plays out in marketing, in your plan, and how does that drive customers to you? To me, I just think it's a little more like realistic, a little more personable instead of the Instagram, like I'm just going to be flashy. I'm just going to like show off this lifestyle that you can't have type of deal. Like I'd rather come from a more humble standpoint because I got here from work and anyone else could do the same. So I like that, that approach to like showing my life, you know, it's not something I'm trying to show off. I'm really just trying to show like, this is what happened to me and I want it to happen to you too. Yeah. I love that. That's, I love that approach that you're taking. Now we grow the following. That's one thing, but to actually monetize it is something different. Mm-hmm. What products should people be monetizing out of the gates? Like when they're just starting to get their Instagram growing? 
I really love digital products. Like that is my go-to. That's where I tell people to start, especially with an ebook, because it doesn't require as much as like building an entire course or starting an e-commerce business. There's little to zero upfront costs. You just take the knowledge you have, maybe do a little more research and package it. That's all you have to do. And then you have to understand how to put it out to an audience that needs that information that you're teaching. So I would say start with a digital product because you can just host it and 24 seven, it can be making you money. The ebook thing intrigues me because I feel like that's where like all the original monetizers began, just crushing it in ebooks. And I feel like all of a sudden they weren't a thing anymore, but here you are crushing it with ebooks and teaching other people to crush it. So is it still a thing that you can monetize well? And if so, like, what's the secret to really getting an ebook that's going to go? Yeah, so it, it's still a thing. I absolutely still love that, like, revenue stream for me. I am more so teaching, like, courses now. And, like, I have my ebooks for freebies to have as a lead magnet. But you can still make a lot of money with ebooks. And my ebook was priced at $20. And I still wow. made six figures from a $20 product. So I was working with, like, mass. But... It depends on the information that you want to put inside. I think anything that teaches people a skill where they can come out and have a better life, that's going to sell. So whether they're going to land a better job or they're going to learn how to reduce their taxes or they're going to learn how to make money in some sort of side hustle. If you can improve someone's situation, that's going to sell. What's the perfect length for an ebook and what's the perfect price right now? So I put my eBooks around like 35 to 50 pages. And I think that's good when you're first starting. You don't want to like have too much information where it's like a book. It's kind of like a miniature book. And then the price depends. I think it should be on the more affordable side because there's not a hundred pages to it. So I price mine at $20. I price eBooks up to $35. I've seen people what? price them. Yeah. Oh that's awesome. I always thought they had to be like seven or nine or something like that. That's awesome to hear they'd be 20 or, or 35. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely sold up to $35. $20 was like the sweet spot for me. That's awesome. Okay, so a lot of people try this. And a lot of people are going to try this. And you've taught a lot of people successfully how to do this. But you must see a lot of students go wrong as well, right? That's just the reality of it. So where in this process does it seem to fall apart for people who try it? Like, where do they go wrong So and share it so that we can avoid it? So I've seen a couple of mistakes. One of them being like giving up too soon because they don't see results like the first time they try. So a lot of people are like, cool, I'm making reels now. I'm putting out content. But because they don't get the results they want on the time frame that they want, they're just like, oh, it's not working. It must be Instagram or it must be shadow bands. And it's like, no, you have to keep trying. You have to pump out content literally every day. Like I made sure to post every single day for at least a year. And so sometimes people can't really commit that way or they don't see that they have to commit that way to really like infiltrate and then look at the data and adjust the content and everything like that. So number one thing I see that people make mistaken is not being consistent enough. Another thing is just putting out the wrong content. A lot of people are like, you know, I have a product, go buy it guys. Here's my product. And they make it about the offer instead of making it about like the transformation someone's going to get. And that's the difference between like marketing and selling. You can't just have a page full of products because that's not enticing. I'm not going to follow a page just posting products all the time. I want to see a brand. I want to see like, what's the lifestyle behind this brand? You know, I want to get more out of the Instagram page than just buy my stuff. God, that's good advice. I see so many people just blatantly selling 
And of mm-hmm. course, that's not going to get engagement. Of course, people don't want to. I heard a quote a long time ago, and I've always lived by this. People hate to be sold, but they love to buy. Isn't yeah. that the truth? Like, yes. I love to buy things. I'm sure you probably love to buy things. People love to buy, but they hate to be sold. So how can you satisfy that need that they have? Of, you know, they want to buy things. They want to buy your stuff without turning them off by by being so damn salesy. And I think you did a good job of explaining it. Any other tips from being good at sales without actually selling? Yeah, you, you pretty much have to be like covert with it. You don't want to be like in their face, like, this is why I'm here. I hope you guys go buy it. I hope you become a customer. You got to make it fun. And that's the that's the good thing about Reels is that it's like entertaining, but it could also be educational. And then that leads someone somewhere. You don't want to just say like, here's the point where you need to get. You have to warm people up. And so a lot of my content focuses on educating people. Like, why is it important to start a side hustle on Instagram? Why is it important that you start with the ebook? You know, that's interesting to you. So it's a lot of educational, but I also make it fun. I start doing like quotes, you know, I have trending audio going on. I have nice lighting. So it's just pleasant to watch. And it's not just like in your face. You know, I've seen you actually talk about one of those things that you just mentioned quite a bit. I know it was in the article in Influensive that you did and a couple other places that I've seen you pop up. And that is, you're really passionate about teaching people that in this day and age, they better have multiple sources of income. Like one breadwinner, one source of income, it's not going to cut it anymore. By the way, I teach this all the time. I totally agree. But would you expand on that? Like, why is this so important for you to get that message out there? It's important because... COVID just happened. And I was, luckily I learned this lesson like right before it hit and got crazy. And I set myself up to, if my employer was like, you know, we got to lay people off, which they had to, luckily it wasn't, it didn't affect me. But if it had, I might've been strung out, you know, I might've not had any security to feel comfortable. And so if you have multiple streams of income, I'm not saying you have to own seven businesses, don't start there. You just need to have like a couple things that come along with time. So you just feel secure if some life event does happen. It is very important. So you can just bank on yourself instead of relying on someone else. People underestimate the huge impact that an extra thousand dollars a month or $2,000 a month will make yes. in their life, especially in times of crisis. I mean, listen, yes. you might not be able to live on it, but that could be that bridge that bridges the gap that's the difference between you losing a car or not, or losing a home or not, or having to move or not, right? Mm-hmm. And so building that extra income source, even if it's just a couple of grand, it's awesome that you've taught a lot of people to do six figures, but an extra three, four, five grand a month is life-changing for most people. It really is. It really is. And so mm-hmm. I think people should focus on how can I get an extra thousand dollars a month? Just like focus on that first and then build from there. It's funny. Who's your, you don't have to name them right there, but describe one of your favorite clients that you've worked with? Like, how did what you taught them change your life? So it was nice to see my results work on somebody else. Mm -hmm. Like that was really exciting. They were super engaged. They were excited for themselves and they were able to quit their jobs. So the fact that I was able to impact them in that way, I was so grateful for it. And they were so grateful for it. It was really a a full circle moment because it was the first time I became a coach. I've never coached anyone before. I didn't, I never learned it. I was learning too. And so they took a chance on me and they actually saw something happen. They actually put the work in and got something out of it. So that was really exciting to see. That that had to be the moment, right? The moment we're like, okay, thank God this works. Number one, like it wasn't (laughs) a fluke. Number two, that dopamine hit of making a measurable difference in other people's lives. Yeah. As good as it gets, isn't it? I love it. I really love when people give me feedback, when people share their wins. It it really is great. 
you know, I saw the craziest stat today and mm-hmm. it was comparing Instagram reels to TikTok and it was in the Wall Street Journal. Mm-hmm. And it said, this is gonna blow your mind if you didn't see it. Mm-hmm. It said right now, people spend 17.8 million hours per day on reels, which sounds like a ton, right? 17.8 million hours per day on reels. That's a ton. But TikTok, people are spending 198 million hours per day on TikTok. So literally 10 times freaking more. Wow. wild. So with that being said, talk to me about TikTok. I know you're a giant reels fan. Are you migrating that way? Should we be migrating that way? What's the future? So yeah, yeah, definitely. I am going to be present on TikTok. I need to take that time to like tackle it for sure. Same, and same. I think everyone should, especially if you're making reels, it's like the same thing. You just move it over there, right? There is a slightly different culture though with TikTok in the sense that like you can kind of just show up and things can go viral. It's not as curated, which is nice. It's a little more laid back, which I think is great as a content creator. And I think everyone should migrate over there the future I'm seeing is that TikTok is like a moment. Like it's, it's really good in a moment, but you may not be able to monetize it as effectively or capitalize it on it as much. So I've heard a lot of people saying that, you know, you have you can build on TikTok, but you'll have to have an email list too, or you'll have to direct them to YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. And so they may not, your customers may not come from TikTok all the time. It may not be the number one revenue source for you. So you still have to diversify and like pull people to other platforms. Ariel, that's an awesome point. You can't really directly monetize on TikTok. So yeah, it might have 10 times the views, right? Based on the article that we saw today. But if you can't directly monetize them, it's more of an awareness campaign that then drives them back to your Instagram or to your website or something like that, as opposed to a direct conversion that's going to end up in sale. So you really kind of have to play in both still, which is good news. You you can almost repurpose it, can't you? Right, correct. Mm -hmm. So fast forward three to five years for me. Mm -hmm. I know that, I mean, you're only what? Just over a year into this? Yeah, two years, yep. Two years, all right, you're crushing it, congrats. So much money, so quickly. But fast forward three to five years for me. How has your brand evolved? How's your business evolved? Where are you taking this thing? Ooh, so I want to dip into other things. So I do want to be known for, you know, the Instagram marketer, but I think I want to be a little more broad. So I want to start teaching people from the ground up how they can go and be on any platform and succeed. So I have a pretty okay Twitter presence. Like I have about 20,000 followers over there. I want to tackle YouTube and then I want to tackle TikTok. And so once I'm able to like do the results for myself, I would love to like have my students learn how they can be everywhere and monetize on anything. So I think that's the future three to five years, plus just getting into other things, real estate, for instance, I'm I'm really interested in. That's awesome. Back to getting people on multiple platforms. Do you want to always be the teacher or does part of you ever want to be like an agency doing it for people? Or is that like a nightmare? I did the agency thing when I was an entertainment manager and Mm. yeah, (laughs) I don't know if I want to like to do it yourself or you know me do it for the model unless I have other people on the team doing it like I still want to be in the CEO seat where I'm not having to do that but that's a good idea <laughs> that's a good idea maybe I could build that a whole different set of headaches right yeah it's yeah funny I've got a friend she teaches about you know what kind of archetype are you in terms of an entrepreneurial archetype and some are teachers some are coaches those are two very different things some yeah. are entrepreneurs some are oh gosh I forget what her fourth archetype is but mm. you're really got to learn 
what your entrepreneurial archetype is. I don't mean you, Ariel. I mean you, right. individually speaking. Got to learn what your archetype is so that whatever business you build, you stay in alignment with what you like doing. Because I've been there before. Like I'm like, oh, I can do this. So I start doing it. Right. I'm like, oh, shit. Now I'm doing it and I don't like it. Or I right. can do that. And I do that. And I'm like, hey, it's making a lot of money, but I'm miserable. So right. Like, really, when you're planning your future, really understanding what you like and making sure you stick to that instead of not being diverted by all the shiny things that you could be doing. That's really important. Ooh, yeah, that is important, especially as an ambitious person or an entrepreneur, like you might end up with too many things on your plate. Oh, that's been there, done that too many times. At least I finally learned the lesson after about a hundred times of, of ending <laughs> up in that in that situation. So right. on our show, we we focus a lot on on generosity and just making the world a better place as a result of your success. Matter of fact, our tagline is when good people make good money, they can do great things. Now that you've been so successful over the past couple of years, how has it allowed you to make other people's lives around you a little bit better? So not only have I helped strangers that I love hearing about where people just like they end up DMing me or they they end up, you know, commenting and they're like, there's this one student of mine, she was a teacher and she's from Argentina and she was like, she's a Spanish teacher and she was like literally learning to monetize Instagram. She started selling like Spanish kids courses, digital products, ended up making 3000 more than she was making as a teacher. and she is living her best life now. You know, like she doesn't have to worry about bills as much. She's able to do what she wants with the, with the money she has. So that's always something I love to hear about. And that's what I want to continue to, to do for people. I love that. Like creating real meaningful impact in other people's lives. And, and one of the things you do that, I don't even know if you realize this is a service, by you putting yourself out there and intentionally growing your following as big as you have on Instagram and, and now tackling the other platforms, you are putting blood, sweat, and tears into being able to be seen. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of bullshit that comes with being seen once yeah. you reach the masses, right? Yeah. And I think people look at it and think, oh, it must be nice to have this many followers. It must be nice to have, you know, be seen or whatever. But there's a lot of uh, hidden struggles that also come with it. You know, just the BS that, that people bring with their opinions and that kind of thing. Right. And so it truly is an act of service when you are doing the work to be seen the way you have. And when you're teaching other people to do the work to be seen, because the truth is everyone has something to teach. Right. You can't teach it to anybody if they can't find you. you oh, yeah. Anybody, if they don't come across you. And that's that's ultimately what you're teaching so that more people can share that one thing that they're good at that somebody else is praying for. Right. Yeah. And that's that's the way you can think about it, too. A lot of people deal with imposter syndrome and they're like, oh, people don't want to hear what I have to say, or I'm not really contributing to the noise that's out there. You know, there's too many people in the market and it's simply not true. Like you have your own unique perspective that somebody else probably needs to hear. They need to hear from your exact experience in order to have it resonate with them and have an impact on them. So growing a brand is good, (laughs) no matter what. Have you ever experienced imposter syndrome? Not necessarily. I've been asked that question before. And I think because the way my life happened, like I had two failed businesses before this one kind of blew up. And I was finally like, no, I know I'm this person. I know I can do it. Like I'm confident enough. Like I have the credentials and the qualities to let this, you know, be my life, let this be my reality. So I didn't necessarily deal with that, but it did take some time to like become who I am today. Having failed businesses creates grit, it creates muscle, 
What did you take away from those two failed businesses that you use to succeed today? Oh, everything. All the skills I learned previously went into the success of this business, like all the wisdom. So my first business, I started in college. It was a film company. So I did like little music videos and I hosted some events where like artists would come out and that's how I got into entertainment. And so I started a whole new company. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do photography anymore. And I learned how to build accounts. I learned how to network, which is really important. I learned how to like ask for things and not be afraid of hearing no and learning how to build a brand from the ground up. All of that went into the third business, which, you know, seems like an overnight success. It blew up, but truly it's just a culmination of all my failures. (laughs) And it finally just worked out. God, it always is. I hope the person who's listening right now who feels like they're failing currently or, or just failed, I hope they realize that they scraped so much gold, even if they don't see it yet. They scraped so much gold that they're going to use in the future to be successful. It's it's crazy. So before I ask you the, the last question, where can we find you? And you've got kind of a cool freebie to help people out. What is it? Yeah. So I have a freebie. It's called the five secret types of content that sell. Okay, so if you're ready to like monetize Instagram, you're ready to do it seriously, it's on my website, arielcar.com, and it's completely free. You'll learn a lot from it. If you're just starting out, it'll really help you learn how to monetize effectively and how to create content that grabs people's attention. Arielcar.com, that's car with two R's. Of course, we'll put the links in the show notes and all that stuff. So here's how I want you to wrap this up. I want you to talk to the person who they heard this episode And they're intrigued. They're excited for a better life than they have today, right? You have a better life than you had yesterday. But they're scared. They're holding off. They're making excuses. How can they move forward? Why is it worth moving forward? And and what should they do? Well, when I see my students that are like afraid of putting themselves out there, I realize they're scared of either failing or looking stupid. And sometimes it's a combination of the two. And really, you have to do it when you're awkward. You have to do it when it's ugly. (laughs) You have to do it when you're not feeling ready. You just have to do it. Like, there's really no way around it. Like, when I first started doing lives on Instagram or my first course, even, I'm like, it's so cringy. Like, I look back on it now and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I did not have a good speaker's voice. Like, I don't know how people even got anything out of this. I'm so much better now today. But if I never started, I wouldn't be anywhere. So you have to do it ugly, like period. <laughs> that's yeah, it. You have that's to my do advice. it ugly. My God, that's so true. I look back at stuff too. And I'm just like, I'm embarrassed, but I'll never take it down. Because oh, yeah. I want people to see the journey. I love that. Oh, that was yeah. super, super empowering that you were willing to share that. Listen, I can't thank you enough, Ariel, for, for coming on, for sharing all this stuff, for inspiring other people, not just on this episode, but the way you live your life and, and, and the way you're willing to put it out there on Instagram. You live an aspirational life that other people aspire to have. And the more you make that scene, the more other people are going to end up wanting to learn and therefore living a better life. So just thank you a ton for showing up the way that you do and for being on today. Of course. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.